Welcome to Goddess Works, a podcast exploring goddess-centered spiritual practice and honoring the magic in the ordinary and the sacred in the everyday. This is Molly Reamer with Bridget's Grove in association with our Patreon at patreon.com slash Bridget's Grove. Thanks so much for being here. Hello, it's Molly Reamer with Bridget's Grove with a very brief audio for our patrons at Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Bridget's Grove. And this is a a brief reading about uh, sustainable self-care. And it is based on an article from the October 2021 issue of Mindful Magazine in an article called The Power of Sustainable Self-Care by Shelley Tygielski. And uh, anyway, The Power of Sustainable Self-Care. And I just wanted to highlight this little tiny bit from it where she's talking about how to... So I'm applying this to daily practice since that is my area of interest or expertise or passion, so to speak, is in daily practice, devotional practice, spiritual practice, goddess-centered paths. And so I'm applying what she says here about a self-care plan to um, really I'm thinking about daily practice in general. So she writes that in order to be sustainable, a self-care practice, a self-care plan needs to be gentle enough to work. So I have touched on that quite a few times in past recordings, especially with regard to a 30 days of goddess practice in that it has to be small enough to actually fit into your life. And the number one thing I think that puts people off on daily practice or on creating devotional practices that nourish and sustain them is thinking they have to be bigger than they are or trying to make them bigger than they are. And then you can only sustain that for so long and then you stop because it's too much for, you know, an everyday life. And so that's one of the reasons I like the 30 days of God is prayer books because those books can come with you anywhere. So even if you're, as, as I've referenced before, even if you're in the car on the way to the dentist, you still have your sacred space like that there at your fingertips. And so you're still able to quote unquote visit your same sacred space and it can p- be put into a very small space. And then on other days, it can be much bigger and more elaborate. So... um so back to what Shelley says is, is she says it has to be incremental and composed of a lot of little things. Self-care might start as, a, and I'm going to say devotional practice, might start as a set of promises we make to ourselves, but to enact them, we need to find a rhythm we can live with. Like a musical rhythm, a devotional rhythm is a regular repeated pattern of actions that helps maintain the song of our life. That is, the this rhythm is integrated into and supports whatever we are already doing on a daily basis. It's not a disruption, rather it enhances our life. Though I would also say it can sometimes involve reprioritizing our life. So moving daily practice, moving devotional practice into more of the front and center, so to speak, instead of crammed around the edges can be um, really important too. 
It doesn't have to be an afterthought or left till the last thing that you do. And the the really the real thing I wanted to get out of this article for you is something I hadn't thought about before, which is that she writes, there are four self-care rhythms we can focus on. So I'll say four devotional rhythms we can focus on daily, weekly, seasonally, and annually. Isn't that great? I don't know why I haven't thought of it in that way, is that you're looking at, we're looking at four rhythms of devotion, four rhythms of 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 um, spiritual practice, four rhythms of goddess-centered living, and they are daily, weekly, seasonally, and annually. So what do you want to include in your life on a daily basis? What do you want to include in your life on a weekly basis? What do you want to include on a seasonal basis? And what do you want to include on an annual basis? And like what promise or vow, you know, can you make and keep thinking about those four rhythms, daily, weekly, seasonally, and annually? And I think that is uh, great. And uh, one of the other things that she was talking about too, that's kind of related. So I really liked the four, the four rhythms, but she also talks about identifying the quote unquote mud rooms in your life. So just like a home's entryway, there's spaces in your life that allow you to have transition rituals between tasks, shifting between settings. And so there's the, there's the mud room, you know, the mud room is where you, I don't have a mud room personally, I could really use one, but I don't have one in in physical home space. But that's where, you know, you take off your shoes, hang up your coat. It's kind of like where the mess gets left as you transition back into your home after being away. And so she's speaking of metaphorical mudrooms, like where do you have a space in your life where you can transition between things? So she's talking about transitioning between public self to personal self and these micro practices that can be incorporated there. So if you have a commute home, you know, is there music, goddess chants that you can listen to on your way home? Or is there a prayer that you can say before you cross the threshold into your home? Is there something that you can do, you know, when washing your face or um, leaving the home, etc. So I really liked that uh, look too at your, um, yeah, what are your metaphorical mudrooms of your life and what transitional space might that create might you create there and how might that reinforce build or nurture you on a goddess-centered path so that was all that was nice and brief sometimes I am not as brief as I say I'm going to be but that one genuinely was nice and brief so thanks for listening thanks for being here bye-bye If you'd like access to even more audios, resources, prayer books, practices, ritual kits, poems, and more, please join us on Patreon. That is patreon.com slash Bridget's There are several tiers of membership to choose from.